Reluctant to make his way through the German crowd in the front of the cabaret, Eve ducked out the back. After slipping the cigarette between his lips, he paused to pat his coat for a lighter. Had he put it back into the inner pocket by accident, the one that had been torn for months now? If so, it was gone, or if he was lucky, somewhere in the gloom of the bar. A movement at the opening of the alley. Several people, a surprised word of protest. Eve stepped back, sliding a hand into his trouser pocket, where it came across the metal square of the lighter. The scuffle, not twenty meters away, turned frantic. Arms and legs flailed. Somebody being robbed. Pained huffs as one robber punched the dark silhouette of a man in the stomach while the others held him in place against the wall. Then suddenly a shout from afar, and the attackers turned tail and ran. Breathlessly, Eve watched the figure crumple to the ground. No movement. Nobody else in the alley. His skin crawled with dread. He should not get involved. Maybe somebody else would find the man, or he'd get up and walk away once he'd recovered. But how the body lay there gave Eve a shiver. Something was very wrong. He pushed away from the wall and walked toward the fallen man, toward the light of one sickly street lamp, and the sounds and bustle of Montmartre before curfew. The light spilling into the alley transformed the man's clothes into a uniform. Eve's leg twitched as if his shin had brushed something invisible. He should walk on, get out of the alley and run, or turn and go back into the bar. But how could he abandon those glassy, pale eyes looking up at him? The man could have been a corpse with that stare. Not unlike the Frenchmen who had died defending Paris, left to fester in the June sun. But dead men didn't blink, didn't gasp for breath. Eve crouched and touched the man's cold, sweaty face, noticed that he tried to move away a little, as if Eve meant him harm. And did he? Eve glanced down to the soldier's hand clutching against his stomach. Only then did he catch the heavy smell of blood. The soldier had been knifed, just like that, while his comrades were getting drunk and raucous a few yards away inside Chez Martin. To his shame, Eve immediately thought, They will kill us all for this. The thought was followed by a retching wave of fear rather than pity or compassion. He should probably leave the man to die, then hide the body and flee the city before the Germans caught wind of this. Maybe Madeline would help him hide, as long as there were no witnesses. Steps passed by on the pavement and Eve jumped, half expecting a policeman to ask what he was doing. If they suspected him, there was no telling what would happen. The man's lips opened, moved tonelessly. Pain flitted over his features. But most of what Eve saw in that face was astonishment. He let go of the lighter, and once he'd pulled his hand out of his pocket, he couldn't stop himself. This might hurt, he said, before he remembered that most Germans didn't speak French. Maybe it still sounded reassuring. He pulled the man up by his shoulders, helped by mostly coordinated movements from the man's legs that braced him up against the wall, despite the grimace of pain and the groans pressed out between gritted teeth. The light reflected off the wetness at the front of the uniform and tore the bright red stain on the man's hands out of the shadow. If the soldier now staggered back to his unit, everybody inside Chez Martin would pay the price. He couldn't allow that. We have to get you to a hospital, he urged, then repeated, 
hospital, hoping that the German word would at least be similar. The soldier gritted his teeth and nodded. With surprising strength, he slung his arm around Eve's shoulders, his bloodied fingers a tight fist not far from Eve's face, the other hand clutching at his stomach. Communisten, the man growled low. Which was a fair guess. It might have been the communists. Who else would rise up and fight the fascists? They were off the chain ever since Hitler had invaded the Soviet Union. Amarie had been talking about how Moscow had previously forbidden attacking the Germans. Now that the Nazi tanks were rolling toward Moscow, all bets were off. Or maybe it had been the petanists enraged at a snub, imagined or real. Or just robbers. But why would a criminal attack an SS soldier when there was much easier prey to be had? No, this had been deliberate.